Welcome to the Refuge Weekly Podcast. We are a church in and for the city of Orange in Southern California. The heart of Refuge OC is to introduce and reintroduce people to a clearer vision of God. To learn more about us and how you can get involved, please visit us at refugeoc.com. And now, here is our latest message. today. So I will have all of the scriptures for you up on the screen. So don't feel like you have to, you know, pull out anything. But if you would like to pull out your Bible, we're going to start in Isaiah 43. But I I was really excited this Christmas. We were planning on just having it be just the five of us for the first time ever. I've been married for 22 years. So 22 Christmases, we have had to decide whose house we're going to have Christmas at. This year, we were able to have Christmas at my house, just the five of us, because of where everybody is living now. It's just, it was too difficult for travel, but I was excited to spend Christmas with my little brood, and we were in our home, and it was so cozy and so wonderful until I got sick, and then it was not great anymore. But we still had a great time. I was grateful that we had already planned to not travel, and we had already planned to just have the five of us. So that worked out really well. But one of the things that my family and I, that we like to do together whenever we get a chance is we love to play games. Um, It could be a board game. It could be a card game. It could be a game even on, like, the gaming system. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, like, Jackbox Party Pack, but they have some really fun games, and everybody can just join in on their phones, and it's really fun. Well, this year, my son Joey brought a new game into our home, and it's called Exploding Kittens. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, Um, but I brought it here today because I wanted to go through some of the cards. And I can assure you that no kittens are harmed in the playing of this game. Um, And I would also like to um, just inform you that I won, so yay me. (laughs) But the whole purpose of this game is you get some cards, and there's some pictures uh, I brought in case you have not heard of this game. that you can play these cards, and the whole purpose is don't draw the exploding kitten card, because if you do, you automatically are out. And so, but there's these other cards that you can get that you can play as like different like power moves, you know? And so you can block things, and you can take cards from people, and you can like even the future card is really fun, because you can like look ahead, you know, and see what cards are coming up in the deck so that you don't accidentally draw. It's a really fun game, but I have have to say, like this one is called uh, Favor. You, uh, one player must give you a card of their choice, but it's Ask for a Back Hair Shampoo, and it has a really funny drawing on it. It's, it's a really funny game, but I think my favorite one is the Nope card. I don't know if you guys have played this game. You probably know what the Nope card is. Um, the one up on the screen says, Unleash the Nope Ninja. Uh, This one is a jackanope, bounds into the room, and it just says nope on it. And basically, if you have an opponent who plays a card requiring something of you, you can slap this card down and just cancel it. Like, nope, that's it. So they move on to the next player. You don't have to do anything. This is by far my favorite card. And I think in the last few years, just as Brenton was talking about how difficult things can be, um, wouldn't it be nice if we had a nope card in real life. 
<laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if things hit you upside the head that you were not expecting, like sickness or job loss, or you have to find a new place to live, or you have lost a loved one, or you lost your job, or you can't keep employees on schedule, and you can't keep volunteers on schedule, and things are just hitting you right and left. Wouldn't it be great to pull a nope card out and just slap it down on the pile, and it just cancels that out. And you just move on. Wouldn't that be great? Well, I want to show you that we have something akin to a note card. It may, not, it may not cancel out whatever is happening, but it can realign your perspective a little bit. And a lot of that is found in Scripture. Today I want to talk to you about this idea of passing through fires and floods. Now, we in Southern California are very familiar with fires. In fact, we just had a very heavy rain week, and so all of the fires that happened in the last year or so then became mudslides, and so a lot of homes, people were evacuated. So we are very familiar with fires and floods. But I'm talking about those metaphorical ones that happen in our lives. And Brenton has listed several. I just listed several. We've all experienced fires and floods in our lives, metaphorically speaking, that just seem to derail everything. It just seems like that's it. I don't have an actual note card, so I'm just overwhelmed. I'm either going to burn up or I'm going to drown and be overcome by the floodwaters. But I'm excited to be in a few passages today that can encourage us when we feel like we are overcome, when we feel like we are drowning or we are burning up, that we have something that is over us and within us that can help us pass through. We don't have to get stuck in the flood. We don't have to get stuck in the fire. We don't have to get stuck in the mud. We can continue to pass through. And I want to start out in Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 3. Now, in, there's a few chapters in Isaiah, 41, uh, 42, 43, that kind of begin uh, to describe this idea that a Savior is coming. Israel constantly finds themselves in trouble. God's people are either being disobedient or they're being taken captive. They're, they're being overrun by armies bigger than them. They also have seen some victories but the truth is, in this particular season, it's been really hard for them. And the Lord has actually rebuked his people. But in the beginning of Isaiah 43, he said, it says this, But now, this is what the Lord says, He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead. 
the Lord is saying, he's referring back to things that have happened to the people. Like back when the Israelites came upon the Red Sea and they were being pursued on both sides. They had the Egyptian army on one side chasing after them and a Red Sea in front of them that threatened their safety and they didn't know how to escape. And yet the Lord made a way for them to pass through the waters. And he did that another time when they came upon the river and the priests walked into the river with the ark and the river stopped in that moment moment and they were able to walk across once again on dry land there have been times and times again where he has shown himself worthy and I'm excited because now we have come into that season where we have met the savior we just walked through advent together we spent two weeks celebrating the birth of Christ I don't know about you, I still have my Christmas tree up, you know, it is what it is. But we went through 12 days of Christmas. It's not just a one-day celebration. It goes on for quite a while afterwards. You can still listen to Mariah Carey well into January. It's awesome. We just celebrated the coming of a Savior. A baby was born Last week, for those of you who were here in person, Alexis talked about when Jesus was a child and what it was like for him walking into the temple and reading from one of these passages. It is an amazing opportunity for us to meet the Savior that is being talked about in these few chapters of Isaiah. But I particularly love the idea that we will pass through these difficult times. We will pass through fires and floods. But how can we do that? Well, if we had a true life deck of cards that we could play whenever we hit something that is difficult in life, this would be one I would hope you could keep in your pocket. And that is that his peace is upon you. When you are passing through floods and fires, his peace is upon you. It is something that is within your grasp. It is within your reality. You are not going through this alone, and you don't have to feel like you are drowning or you are being burned because he goes with us. And I love this imagery in Psalm 29, 10 and 11. It says, the Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. He is enthroned over the flood. So when you think about the flood that covered all of the earth, it overcame the entire earth back in Noah's day, and yet the Lord sits over it. He is unaffected by these circumstances that are in our lives. But verse 11 continues, the Lord gives strength to his people The Lord blesses his people with peace. We can rest assured that while everything around us seems to be falling apart or being destroyed, that he sits over the whole situation. He has his eyes on it. He has his eyes on you, and he loves you, and he blesses you with strength that you need to get through it. He blesses you with peace that you can know and understand that he is for you, he is on your side, and you will pass through it unharmed. And if we had another playing card, it may not be a real-life nope card, but I would hope that you would keep this one in your back pocket, and that is that his power is within you. His power is within you. Not only do we have his peace, 
but we have his power within us. So at this point in Jesus' life in Luke chapter 3, he's now grown, but he hasn't yet started his ministry. In fact, he comes upon his cousin, John, who has been baptizing people and has been a voice in the wilderness proclaiming that a Savior is coming. He has been giving this message again and again and again, and Jesus shows up on the scene. And in Luke chapter uh, 3, verse 16 says, John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. He's talking about Jesus. And Jesus showed up that day and was baptized. And it was an amazing scene because in that moment, he hadn't yet started his public ministry, and yet the heavens opened and the voice of the Lord said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Jesus hadn't even done anything yet, and he had already pleased the Lord. But he is coming to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, and that is exactly what we find in Acts. In Acts chapter 8, the young, early Christian church is in disarray. They are being persecuted right and left. And I mean bad persecution. We're not just talking about little, oh, I just got insulted on Facebook persecution. We're talking about being dragged out of your home and literally set on fire and put out on a pole in the streets for everybody to see. We're talking about life and death persecution. But... His servants showed up in Acts 8, 16 and 17. It said the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, these new believers, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers and they received the Holy Spirit. That spirit that is in Jesus is also in us. We are his children, and we hold his power within us. And that is how we pass through these difficult times, is with his peace and with his power. It can be easier said than done, though. That You may be thinking, oh, this is all well and good, but I still don't see a note card here. Like, how do I, how, this hurts today. How do I get through this today? And I want to encourage you with this last card and that is to trust his process. As you are passing through the floods and you are passing through the fires, knowing you have his peace, knowing that you have his power, you may not feel it in every moment. But I want to ask that you would trust his process because each and every situation that he puts us through, he will bring it to his glory. It's never a waste. These are things that we walk through. There are things that go on in our lives that we may not understand today in this moment, but there is healing that comes on the other side. There is joy that comes on the other side. There are moments for you to be able to use your story to help somebody else as they're walking through those moments in the future, and you can tell them, look, I went through this, and I passed through. Here's how I did it. And I love this, going back to Psalm 29, a couple of verses really stood out to me. Verse 3 and 4 and 7 says, The voice of the Lord is over the waters. 
The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. We have access to that voice. His voice is powerful. Elsewhere in scripture, it says it's still and small. So there may be moments that you struggle to hear it. You have to lean in and really listen. And then there are other moments where it is bold, it is powerful, it is striking. We must listen for his voice. But the beautiful thing is when you have his Holy Spirit in you, you have access to hear his voice. And we can trust in that process. I want to go back to Isaiah 43, but I want to read it to you out of the message. It says, don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called your name. You're mine. When you're in over your head, I'll be there with you. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. Because I am God, your personal God, the Holy of Israel, your Savior. When you feel like you are between a rock and a hard place, you are not alone. He is with you, and he will get you through those rough waters. So how do you hear his voice? How do you listen in for that? Well, I don't know about you, but this time of year, many of us like to do New Year's resolutions. We like to start new habits. It's all about being new you. You know, it's, it's 2022. Let's get back into the swing of things. And one of those things, if I could encourage you, is to get back into reading the word of God. I would really encourage you to open your Bible just a few minutes a day, whether it's in a book form or if it's on your phone or if it's on the screen, however you're able to get God's word into your mind, into your heart in 2022, it's going to help you walk through these difficult situations. It's going to provide encouragement. It's going to provide any sort of thing that you need in that moment. The Lord will provide that to you through his scripture. And a great way to do that, um, I, we have an image up on the screen. <clears throat> Today is technically the first Sunday after Epiphany in the church calendar. And we follow the lectionary. So you may be wondering how I've been jumping around the Bible so much today. And all of these scriptures fall in today's lectionary reading. There's usually an Old Testament, a Psalm, a New Testament, and a gospel passage for the week. And as a community here at Refuge, our teaching team, Brenton, myself, and others who have stood here on this stage to preach for you, they search through that week's lectionary passage, and they pray about what is God speaking to the community here at Refuge. And they, we pick a passage, and we bring that before you. And we follow this church calendar that you can see up on the screen, which is a beautiful artistic rendition that somebody here in Orange created and sent out to all of the churches for this year. And it's absolutely beautiful. But if you'll notice, there's a QR code up there. And that is because I want you guys to have access to this as well. If you want to follow along, if you are hoping to get back into the word, but you just don't know where to start, and you're feeling overwhelmed, and you're feeling like you just don't know how you're going to pass through this. This is a great way to start 
follow along in the lectionary with us. And that QR code will take you to a website that will give you each week's passage. But there's another slide I want to pull up on the screen. And that is, what can we do when we're reading through scripture? Like, okay, we read it, but then what? And I just want to give you a few questions that we can ask ourselves. As the band begins to play, I want you to just begin to think about some of these of what you've heard today. And then take these into your personal study time. And what is this passage telling me about God? This is God's word. What is it telling me about the big story of where, where is God? What is he doing in this passage? What is, it, what is it telling me about his character, about who he is? What is the author trying to tell his or her original reader? There are many letters in this. There's many historical narratives. There's many poems. What is the author telling the original intended audience? And then what is this scripture telling me about myself? Is it pricking something in your spirit that makes you go, ooh, maybe I I need to think about that a little bit. Are you struggling with unforgiveness? Are you struggling with finding joy? Are you struggling in a certain area of sin in your life? Scripture may bring that up in you. What is this scripture telling me about myself? And then what is God trying to say to me right now? One of the things that I used to do when I was a new Christian is I would listen to sermons and I would read scripture and I would think about how this is perfect for this specific person in my life. I'm going to send this to them right now. They need to hear this sermon or they need to read this scripture. And then I realized that maybe they did need to read that scripture. I needed to trust in the Lord to bring that to them. Instead, I'm the one in this moment reading the scripture. What is he trying to tell me? right now. There's a reason why it showed up on the page for me today. And so I just want to encourage you as you're passing through difficult times to remember you have peace, you have his power, but it's your job to trust in the process. And one of those ways is by reading his scripture. Thank you for joining us this week. We believe in community and would love to connect with you. If you have any questions or would like to speak to a pastor, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at RefugeChurchOC. We hope to see you again soon.